0: Hey guys, I'm Whitney. And I'm Kylie. Welcome to the Midwest Farm Wives Podcast.
1: We are two millennial farm wives raising lots of littles, figuring out how to run ag businesses with our husbands, learning, loving, and living life day by day in America's heartland.
0: If you landed here, you can expect uplifting positive real talk about being a farm wife, mom, and being a woman in agriculture, conquering all God gives us. We are so excited you're traveling on this back road with us. Hi, welcome back to episode 14 of the Midwest Farm Wives Podcast, the one where we meet in real life. Is that (laughs) (laughs) the real deal? The real deal.
1: I know. How are you?
0: I'm good. How are you? Good. It's
1: good to get back to real life, but it was super fun in Nash.
0: Oh, man. What a busy, I guess it's like three weeks now because we had a little mishap, which we'll talk all about getting home from our trip and we just didn't get our episode recorded so it's real life. It's just a couple of days late, but no biggie. So how was your week before Nashville?
1: The week before Nashville, gosh, that's been so long. I can hardly remember.
0: Thanksgiving. Um,
1: right. Yeah. We had Thanksgiving and then I also made it a point to absolutely update all of my books before I left. So I like sat at my computer for a solid three days, got that done. So that felt good.
0: That's good. Yeah, we had Thanksgiving too. We have two Thanksgivings on each side of our families that we try to make it to. And so that's always a busy weekend, but um, it it was good. We went sh- did some shopping for Christmas. I feel like I'm super unprepared for Christmas this year. It's in just a few days and I have zero things wrapped. I am just sure that I still have presents that are unbought. So I probably should get on that.
1: So I was going to do an Insta story on this later today, but... As many of the people in my life now that are like here, I suck at wrapping presents. I am talking like, it looks like a five-year-old does it. And so this year I'm told Bart, I'm like, I'm not going to stress about it. So I bought a bunch of bags and all I have to do is shove everything in and put a tag on it.
0: That's a good idea. I like rapping. Um, I get that from my dad. My dad's a really good present rapper, even though he wraps none of our Christmas presents, but he is really particular and I enjoy doing it, but it's just like finding the time you got to get everything out and the no, Walk yourself in a room. Yeah. It's not my favorite. Mm, well, I just suck at it. So, so then we got ready for Nashville. Yeah. Um, I think first we should give a listener review. What do you think?
1: Oh yes, for sure.
0: This listener review comes from just a mom giving it a try. Aren't we all just a mom giving it a try, <laughs> winging it, inspiration, laughter, and realness. These gals put the R in real. I truly feel their podcast topics come from the heart and they give a true picture of today's ag world in the Midwest. If you aren't interested in ag, that's okay. They have content for everyone. Take a listen. Thank you. Yes, of course. This is a good yeah.
1: Yeah, that was nice because sometimes we do feel like maybe we talk too much farm wife, but that's nice to hear.
0: Yeah, definitely. Farm wives, I just have so much to talk about farm wives. I just don't, I think it's kind of like an underexposed, you know, I'm saying like, it's just like, we're kind of doing our, our own thing and we've kind of found a community here and on Instagram, but in the same breath, like we play such a large role in that like farming cycle that. We talk a lot about farmers, which we also are, but that wifery part and that like motherly. And it's
1: very like underlooked stuff sometimes. So it's hard to explain.
0: Yeah. But that's what we're here for. Yeah, for sure. That's what we signed up for. Yeah. So before we jump into the Nashville madness, what do you think about the farm wives? I mean, you can't really call it season one because I'm not even sure we're going to like cap off a season, but the 2019 season of the Midwest Farm Wives podcast?
1: I think it's been a great ride. I have enjoyed the heck out of it. I feel like we have reached so many women and men and I'm super proud of that, especially for two ladies that didn't know what the heck they were doing and decided on a whim to start.
0: (laughs) We've come a long way from episode one to episode 14. That is for sure. And I'm also thankful that we met. I mean, we just had a weekend together in Nashville where we stayed in the same home and um, people might think we're crazy for that, but (laughs) yeah, for sure. And we have covered a lot of topics
1: from real mellow to real deep, and I think they're all good, but I'm pretty biased.
0: Yeah, and we don't ever want to be repetitive, but we, there are obviously topics that we may have visited in 2019 that we will revisit in 2020, um, especially during those busy seasons. But if you're listening and you ever have any suggestions for podcast ideas, Whitney and I like basically live on Instagram outside of our real life. So we'll always answer messages within a day. Um, and if we don't, by all means, message us again, because <laughs> we're just that type of people. But if you have any ideas, shoot them away.
1: Yeah. And we are totally open to constructive criticism as well. Um, We had a gal that made a review that said our last one was kind of hard to hear. And I'm going to blame that on myself because it was five in the morning and I had morning voice. And so that's totally my fault. We apologize. And hopefully us turning up our mics will make that better.
0: Yeah. And, you know, it's just part of it. Yeah. But that was good to know that we needed to like level up. Right.
1: Right. And now I still have, like, no voice from Nashville, so I kind of sound like a dude.
0: Yeah. Well, that's okay. A lot of yelling. <laughs> a lot of singing. Yeah.
1: We're good singers.
0: I think maybe it was because the music was so unbelievably loud in those bars that we were in that it you thought you were just talking normal or singing normal, but in reality, you were trying to top every <laughs> singer, bass player, drummer. You were trying to sing over them. Yeah. Yeah. Myself included. Like, ugh. Ugh. Do what? (laughs) Do what? Do what? I thought I was really going to answer you. That's cruel. It's a cruel joke. We
1: we found out that Jordan can't hear the best. And so he always says, do
0: what? And so I started to make fun of him a little. This is going to be like the lightest episode ever. We're just really going to talk about Nashville and then do a little bit of holiday briefing. But let's start the trip when we arrive. So Whitney and her crew, she brought five other people with her, including her husband and then family and friends. They had already been in Nashville for a few hours before Jordan and I arrived. And so we met them downtown before where we ate dinner. And I walk in and I like started dancing kind of in front and Whitney hadn't saw that we had arrived yet. And so then it was one of those like instant big hugs, (laughs) kind of, it was so loud, like, Hey, how are you? We're not on your level yet. Like (laughs) and I also don't hug.
1: (laughs) Right. So I feel like that was, that
0: says something. (laughs) Jordan. I think the first thing I noticed about you that I didn't realize that I knew, but I didn't really know is that you are really tall, freakishly tall for a girl.
1: Yeah, I know. And isn't that weird because you never see anyone's body parts except their head when you're like on social media. Mm -hmm. So yes, I am very tall. I'm almost six foot.
0: Even when you're standing by your kids, though, it doesn't, it, there's no, you can't correlate that because kids are kids. You don't, I mean, a kid, a four-year-old could be at, at your waist or they could be at your, your middle of your stomach. And, and you wouldn't know. Yeah. So Whitney had on like her cowboy boots and I had on flats and I was like, wow, you are tall.
1: <laughs> it didn't change our relationship. <laughs>
0: no. <laughs> So we went through that night. That was really fun. We just went to a few different places, had a couple of drinks and um, kind of just got to know each other. But again, it was a really nice atmosphere to like meet in person. Mind you, Whitney and I know each other. So we feel like we could talk about anything and kind of just, we kind of just slid into the friendship like normal, but poor Bart, all the people in Whitney's party, Jordan, like we're just like, Hey, let's go meet all these strangers and we're going to spend the whole weekend with them.
1: (laughs) And me and Kylie just kind of like go in our corner and just left everyone else to fend for themselves. No,
0: we did not. <laughs> I know. Yeah.
1: One time I remember telling Bart, like, you need to go over and like talk to Jordan. He's like, this is weird. But then but- after the first night, the next day they were talking like they were best friends.
0: They Yeah. Had- They have a hashtag bromance now. Oh my gosh, (laughs) it's just silly. And they think that the kind of the joke on the whole trip between Bart and Jordan is that they were going to start their own podcast and it was going to be 60 times better than Whitney and I's podcast. And of course we're just over here rolling our eyes, knowing they're going to have twice as many followers in one episode. There was a lot of um, crap talking over the weekend. That's for sure. There was. Uh, what else did we do? So we did that the first night hung out. We had McDonald's. I never eat McDonald's. I've eaten McDonald's twice in the last seven days. (laughs) Oh, and we just, we like rolled up in the
1: taxi mind you, it's like midnight one o'clock. I don't even really remember. And we just ordered 10 cheeseburgers to bring back to the group.
0: Oh, I probably had two (laughs) myself.
1: And so Kylie had me order nothing on them, which is P.S. weird. And so we get back and everyone's like, why isn't there
0: anything on these? I'm like, I don't know. Kylie said to order that way. Okay. I thought we were ordering like, you know, three or four cheeseburgers. So I was like, can you get some plain, some or one or just a couple? But somehow we ended up with 10 plain cheeseburgers. Again, fine with me, not fine with everyone else. Mm, Yeah. And they all got eight. So it didn't matter. And I think one difference, so we went to bed, blah, 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 like slept, got up. I'm an early riser. I was like one of the first two up every single morning because like, I can't even shut it off. Like I went to bed at two that one night and I was up at seven o'clock and that's late for me. Like that's really late for me. So I'm down there sipping my coffee, waiting to go to breakfast. And Whitney's like, oh yeah, we don't eat breakfast. Nobody here eats breakfast. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to die. I goodness I'm going to those cheeseburgers last night yeah that's that's the real real. So Nashville has this thing called a pedal tavern.
1: Is that really what it's called? It's called the Music City Country Crawler, but it's a pedal tavern. It's a pedal
0: tavern. And you if you were watching our Instagram stories, you literally sat in a circular, like an oval shape and you face each other and you pedal. And we're pretty sure we had a broken one for one, because the only two seats that actually felt like they were having traction pedaling is Whitney's seat that she sat in, and then my husband Jordan his seat. he sat in. The rest of us were pedaling and they kept saying, yeah, you're doing something. No way was I pedaling on any chain that made a difference.
1: Me and Jordan were like sweating. My legs were starting to hurt. We both had to stand up every once in a while to like get some leverage. And so Kylie, we like made this first stop and she said, you and I should like totally switch. I'm like, yeah, no, like I was going to get out of this seat no matter what. (laughs)
0: Well, after eating all of that food, I'm like, you know, any exercise that I can get this weekend would be like beneficial. And mind you, I was just pedaling. We could have been at a dead stop and I was just pedaling as hard as I could as fast. I mean, it was, I was doing nothing. So I'm like, Whitney, let's change. Like I need to start my activity on my watch and I need to pedal some yeah. of this like nastiness off. Uh, so that was super was fun.
1: So fun though. I agree. So I we like hooked it to my Pandora. So I played the music for a while and then Kylie played the music and it's all the same music. Like, yeah, we could have had each other's playlist.
0: Well, we come from the same era too of like we when we graduated, I graduated in 09, you graduated in 07 mm-hmm. yep. and Bart and Jordan are literally like, Oh five. Yeah. Jordan graduated in 07 with you. And then, um, yeah. Oh five. So that whole like era, like that high school era of music is what we Legit. listened to. With a little bit of like 80s rock thrown in. Yeah. We get off and if you live in a city of any kind, or maybe you've traveled the city, they have those scooters, those bird scooters that you can just ride around on. And we were very country looking because my husband was like, oh, that's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) So we had to download the app, put a $10 credit on, and we all took a little turn on the bird scooters that you, it's a motorized scooter. You literally like put your app up to it and like approve it, whatever take off motorized scooter.
1: And you just leave it wherever you leave it. Yeah, You don't even have to return it.
0: I heard that college kids make money. Like they pay college kids to to take them and charge them at like their home or, and then they just put them back out on the street after like the next morning.
1: Mm, That's actually really smart. I didn't know that.
0: It'd be a really interesting way to make some like extra cash in college.
1: Yeah, it would. And then we tried to get on XM and we didn't.
0: (sighs) What a wash. That was not, I'm not going to lie, that was not super fun for me.
1: No, it was very crowded. It was hot. Not going to lie, we were all kind of hungover.
0: Well, and we just, leaving it, we just sat down there and ate, and it was so stuffy in there. And it was just like a, it was kind of that lull part of the day too. It was like 2 p.m. Could have taken a nap. Could have like sat down. Yeah. But
1: then we left there and went to Luke Bryan's new bar, which none of us thought was going to be fun. And it was actually probably the funnest one we
0: went to. One yeah, of they it. Have, no, they it have was a, the funnest. It was by far the funnest. We yeah. had most fun, honest. I don't know. Sure. You're the teacher. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So we went to the rooftop bar on that one. And one really interesting thing happened. Whitney and I were up at the counter ordering drinks for everybody because we have actually had a gift card there, which was the reason we went in the first place. We're like, well, let's at least go spend this gift card. So we go up to the counter and my husband comes up and sits by us and these guys next to him say, do you want to do, um, this like drink? Do you want to do this? Whatever it was. And so Jordan, oh yeah. Jordan said, well, yeah, sure. I'm, I'm like, Jordan, don't take stuff from strangers. That's literally what I was thinking. Like, let's not socialize with people we don't know who's offering you a drink. Luckily we watched the bartender like bring it. So it wasn't freaky like that stuff like that does sound the alarms in my head. Right. So Jordan does the drink. In the meantime, the bartender turned around and walked away for a while, like just for a second to get what we were ordering. And those guys ditched it, like they ditched. And so she comes back over and looks at the three of us, Whitney, Jordan, and I, and says, okay, so um, the, the sake bomb and then whatever we were having. And we're like, uh, no, <laughs> we're not paying for that. Like, yeah, he ha- I'll pay for the one he had if that's like what we have to do. So the bartender had to, like, yell at the manager. They had to go get them, and it was fine. But still, they were trying I'd to never us with their drinks. I think they'd done it downstairs at the bar also. Like, they were doing this, these four guys, which is so dishonest, and I don't like stuff like that at all.
1: Right. So then that night is when Bart and Jordan finally got to, like, had good conversation. And if you have a farmer husband, you know how that goes. They talked, they talked commodities. They talked land prices. Really, something. we all did. Yeah, but I mean, they, that's what Bart was like. That was our best conversation was that night. They talked to Bart like learning about the hog operation. Mm-hmm. So yep.
0: it it's interesting too. We always talk about how different our operations are and they truly are so similar. Like the lifestyle is similar, but the, the operations are very different. Like just
1: mm-hmm.
0: whatever, however many miles we are apart. Right. What else do we do? So we made it home from that safely. We were on the rooftop bar and by rooftop, we mean like four or five stories in the air Um, which we weren't worried about falling off, but getting back down the stairs and like there was tons of people walking up and down the stairs and it just looked like a liability disaster. Again, I sound so old, but here I am,
1: but we are kind of old, but we still had a lot of fun for, well, you're not 30 yet, but all
0: 30 year olds. I'm starting, I'm starting to push it. (laughs) You were the baby of the group. Definitely. I'll be that way forever. Yes,
1: you will. You will. <laughs> so we found out while we were there that we both twirl our hair badly.
0: I was going to say, didn't really know that about you. Tragically, but that's not, it's not right. The right word. Like we do it a lot. Nope. I do twirl my hair bad. Me too.
1: Um, we are both competitive because we oh. shot some hoops
0: and everyone oh, yeah. thought I won. <laughs> it was actually, I'm really disappointed in everybody who follows us. First of all,
1: Okay. Well, well, I have to say that the game was not right because one time it said I
0: only made eight points and
1: that was absolutely not accurate.
0: I know that you for sure beat me in the last round and I know I for sure beat you in the second round. The first round was really like who knows on the score.
1: Right. So we just, it was even, but I'm so glad that all of you
0: thought that I won. I'm still super offended about that. So all you listeners... Your girl can make a basketball hoop, okay? I can, fi- I can do it, and I understand Whitney played college ball, but the whole night she was rubbing in my face that all you guys thought she was better than I was.
1: Mm, that's funny.
0: But we did the escape room. That was fun.
1: Oh, yeah, that was fun, and we were also very upset in the competitive sense that we didn't win that. or get We did out. not escape. We almost escaped, and when I say almost, that lady was like giving us too much credit because we were 30 minutes away from escaping and had no clues left
0: maybe, maybe 30 minutes luck. Like that would be on the like, favorable side of it.
1: Yeah. If you guys have never done an escape room, those are
0: so much fun. So we did that. Then we went to the, um, where we shot hoops. They had like a little arcade area and one girl that went with us, Whitney's sister-in-law, she's a great singer. And so she karaoke, that was so fun. I love good karaoke.
1: Me too. And that bar did have really, that guy sang good the whole time, but Tammy, yes, is a great singer. So we always make her karaoke when we go places like that.
0: Yeah. I enjoyed that a lot. So we had that. And then we did like just some games and we had this punching bag game where you put a dollar in and it came down and you punched it. And Whitney won out of the girls. I was second. I won out of some of the boys. (laughs) That's also true. Like your own husband and (laughs) brother-in-law.
1: Oh, so Kylie goes first, and I don't remember what you got like a six six thirty
0: something, or yeah, I don't know it was
1: so then I went and I got like a six eighty two so then my sister in law goes and she gets a one <laughs> like I don't even know how she got a one. She kind of missed it, so then she went again and got like a three hundred or something. The other girl, I don't remember hers, and then Bart goes and like throws his back out, gets like a two fifty oh man but i'm like i guess if we ever get mauled i'll save you honey
0: yeah right like we don't want you guys to get in a fight with us because we'll have to carry the weight
1: <clears throat> but he did go again and redeem himself with like a seven something but jordan kicked butt and got like 860 jordan
0: is kind of a, a bad you know what he could like, punch he, something, something I think he- lights out you would have to push him way way over the limit for him to ever even think about hitting anyone or anything. It would have to be like serious pushing because he is the most laid back person I know, but like if he did hit you, I would be scared.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so funny. It was funny because I'm the only one that won for a while.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, till Jordan stepped up.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh what else do we learn about ourselves that we're alike or we're different? We both really enjoyed um having a good time, like we just We were all laid back enough that it worked. The whole trip just worked.
1: And we laughed and talked and screamed, sang so hard. I lost my voice. That's why we were recording so late is I'm just now getting it back. But when we came home, I could not even talk.
0: Well, the trip home was eventful in the sense that the Midwest, Missouri, Iowa, primarily Missouri and Illinois, were getting a snowstorm and we knew it. And there was no way for us to get out of town earlier in the morning on a flight. Mind you, the flight from St. Louis to Nashville is all of 42 minutes. What an awesome flight. <laughs> I, I mean, know, and, then you on a- and we descended. So it was at two something. We could see the MODOC cameras back home. We knew it was snowing like, oh, so bad at home. They board half the plane. They kick up. They tell us, you know, we're going to wait. There's too much weather. They land a plane coming in from Atlanta into Nashville that was heading for St. Louis because St. Louis is so bad. And Jordan and I are like, there's no way we're getting out tonight. So we decided to get our bags off the plane after about an hour. And we were going to head home and just drive until we couldn't drive anymore, park for the night. And then there was a second snowstorm coming Monday morning. So it's only about a four hour drive to St. Louis, hop in our car. We take off about 40 minutes after we were on the road. Guess what happened? Your I know, you know. The plane took off.
1: Tell them. <laughs> oh, your impatience didn't work out in that sense. I
0: know. And we made it, like, we asked ourselves a few times, like each other, I'm like, is this the right thing? Should we just sit and wait? Should we just sit and wait? But our babysitters had kind of, like, played, you know, tag with our kids. We really needed to get back home for work and for other things. And um, so long story short, we drove a couple hours south of St. Louis, excuse me, stayed the night and... Finally made it back home Monday morning at eleven. Finally. Finally, it was stressful driving too, like icy, lots of wrecks, lots of snow. Yeah, I was glad to hear you guys got home. That should be where you're from. Like you're from the mountainous, snowy area, not Missouri. And it it was cold when we got back. We, I mean,
1: we it was nice in Nashville, 40s, 50s, and we got home was like 26 when we picked our kids up. That's cool. Burr. And now we have warm weather. So yeah. So what is one thing you didn't know about me that you learned? E,
0: Definitely your height. That's one thing. Um, hmm. Do you have one for me the, off the top of your head? You shake the crap out of your leg. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I am a leg shaker.
1: Yeah, you were. And other than that, no, I feel like I know you really well. I think it was probably just our appearances, like seeing each other in actual person
0: right? Like how you interacted with other people and like your gestures. We know each other. Well, I don't, there was no surprises in your personality or anything like that. Just learning, you know, learning your family dynamics too. And it just, it was fun. I didn't have really, I don't really have any complaints. That's for sure. But just how tall you are. That's probably it. That sounds so shallow, but
1: no. And how much we both like to dance yeah (laughs) and and our husbands were super impressed with us
0: oh yeah they I know that every night when they laid their head down they're like dang I am so glad I married those two girls like those midwest farm wives are ours (laughs) oh (laughs) heavens so Uh, switching gears here that's enough about Nashville it was super fun if you didn't follow along on Instagram you were definitely missing out it was so fun
1: It was fun. And we actually, we had discussed one night about doing like a Midwest farm wives meetup and just having like a fun day or two, like meeting somewhere. And Kylie's had a couple people I saw put on her post. So stay tuned. We may try to
0: figure that out. Maybe 2020. Yeah. Well, yeah, obviously. Obviously that's also true. (laughs) Wow. Okay. So before we take off for the rest of the year because our next episode will release on January 6th of 2020. What? 2020. Jeez. Ready to write that on your checks. No kidding. Holy crap. Uh, we are going to chat. Oh man. I hate when I say that chat. It's okay. That's a silly word. Sounds good to me. Holidays on the farm.
1: What do you guys do? So we go to my family's on Christmas day. I didn't say that in order. We go to Bart's family's Christmas Eve day and evening, and my family's on Christmas day and evening.
0: We have a really close knit family. Jordan has a couple um, sisters. I have two sisters, but we have a total of like five Christmases, and they span from this weekend until the weekend after Christmas. Or yeah, the fourth, January fourth. Yeah. So it's kind of hit or miss, and we do a little bit throughout the next two weeks, and it's busy and it's fun. And by January, I will be like. Exhausted, right? I no love Christmas. That. It's my absolute favorite holiday. I, I agree. As far as holidays go, it is my favorite. Also, like our kids are so excited about Santa this year. Rhett is just, um, you know, beside himself with joy and excitement. We have we don't do Elf on the Shelf, but we have the Santa Claus in the bathroom that he think is so funny that Santa's in the bathroom. <laughs> and I said, well, you know, if you're a good boy, I go tell him that you're good, and if you're bad. So that gets used in threatening. I'm going to go tell Santa.
1: <laughs> what are you going to do after January 1
0: hits? <laughs> well, he's not bad too often, so I can be thankful for that. But maybe I'll just tell him next year. He he watches him all year long. True, true,
1: true. Well, a gentle reminder to just be super grateful for everything that's happening wherever yeah. you are during your holiday season.
0: Yeah, it, there's always that quote, the grass is greener is not always greener on the other side. It's greener where you water it. And so you have to be thankful for every little thing. And there's always going to be those people in the world that will bring you down. Or there's moments in life where you're like, Holy moly, what is going on? Like, I I can't take it anymore. Or this is so bad. Why am I, why is this happening to me? But there's um, always good. There's always good things in your life.
1: There is. You just got to
0: squint to see them sometimes. So what, is there one thing you're exceptionally thankful for? Or it can be like two or three.
1: Um, I'm going to say that our health is something I'm exceptionally thankful for, like my kids and ours, because they've been playing those dang St. Jude's commercials with the kids with cancer. And that just ripped my heart out. And I just told Bart on the couch this morning, I'm like, I couldn't do it. Like, I know if I had to, if like God presented me with that, I could do it. But I just, I cannot even imagine those parents dealing with that stuff. So my health and our family's health is absolutely number one.
0: Yeah, I would agree. Like, obviously, I don't even know how you follow up something other than health of your family, because that is definitely a number one in my book, too. I'm thankful for the ability to live the life that we're currently living. So like the farming, that is such a blessing and it's so hard, but it's so good And, you know, the ability that God gave us to even have kids, because that is hard to, especially this time of year. I'm thankful that both of my parents are still living. um, And my grandmother, even I have one living grandparent still. It's all those things in this time of year that, you know, someone else is struggling with. And so I'm always like, oh, okay, well, I'm thankful for that. Like, wow. Cause someone else is struggling through that time and the holidays are just harder.
1: They are. Yeah. So yeah, whatever you're thankful for, that's amazing. But those are that's mine number
0: one. Yep. I agree. I think you just find something um or find five things a day. You know, that Rachel Hollis challenge or whatever, the mm-hmm. good things in your life, it's it's worth paying attention to this time of year.
1: It is. Even if you're struggling with something, there's
0: still something out there that's gotta be good. Yep. And we're about to go into the most joyous season of all. Jesus' birthday. We sing happy birthday to Jesus on Christmas. You do?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You. Okay. You
1: want to take the quote today? Sure. Uh, unexpe- unexpected kindness is the most powerful, least costly, and most underrated agent of human
0: change. I love that. Me too. Like being kind and, and people not expecting it, and it, especially to those people who are being unkind to you, it's just like kill them with kindness. My mom always tells me that. That's right. Me too. I tell that I preach that now, like just be, be nice to him. You can only control yourself. And if you
1: ever, if you've ever in your life reacted to someone like nasty back and then later in life did be kind, you notice it, it truly does kill them when you're kind, Mm -hmm. It it doesn't show that you're being bothered. And so I love that. And I posted a challenge today, Random Acts of Kindness. Everybody should be doing some. Yep.
0: Finish up 19 strong. Yep. For sure.
1: 2020, we're going to hit it with a bang.
0: It's almost the end of December. We have a couple weeks. Again, we'll be back January 6th, 2020. We will not be late because we have plenty of time to record that. You hear me say that now. We will not have a late episode on January 6th. Promise. But here's to a wonderful 2019. Thank you guys so much for allowing Whitney and I to be in your ears and allowing us to just share what we know, what we do, and our absolute real life with you guys. And um, the feedback that we've got is just unbelievable. And you guys make our lives better because of your listening, your reviewing, and your friendship.
1: Yeah. And also, thank you for bringing Kylie and I closer. I mean, we are best friends, and it's because. You've kept this alive for us by giving good feedback. Here is to an even
0: better 2020. Cheers, friends. Happy New Year. We sure appreciate
1: all of you listening today. We would love to reach more women in ag. If you would like, please share our podcast
0: with your friends and let us know what you think. You can also find us on Instagram at FarmwifeGuru and at the Grateful Wife. Be sure to follow or subscribe to the Midwest Farm Wives podcast on your favorite podcast streaming app.
1: We'll see you next time. And remember, every day may not be good, but there is some good in every day. Stay grateful, friends.